Welcome back to the Happy Positive Energy Game podcast with me, your host, Luke Anning. And today I am joined by one of the most inspirational friends that I have. She's such an amazing young entrepreneur. And not only does she have her own coaching business at 23 years old, but she is a six-figure business owner. And she scaled to that in less than a year as well. So she is an incredible business and business alignment coach. And with that said, Emily, I wanted to welcome you over here. Welcome over. What's up, Luke? I'm so excited to be here. And that was honestly the nicest intro ever. So thank you. This is why I love you. You hype me up so much. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Personal hype, man. That's what, that's what we do. So um, I'm curious, Emily, like what's a bit about your mission side of things? What do you do for people? Yeah, so um, I very much, my mission is centered all around like mindset, you know, and, and helping people really um, tap into and unlock their greatest potential because I believe that we all have so much. In fact, I believe we have an unlimited amount of potential within us and so many people go through life without untapping that. And so that is what I really want to be able to inspire and guide people to do is to do that inner work, to go within and to be able to unlock their greatest potential so that they can live a life um, to their absolute fullest. And so it's awesome that I get to do this in a couple different avenues, you know, going down the ways of business and also going down the ways of mindset and personal development. Mm, yeah and thank you for bringing that into this awareness now you are when I talk about badasses like you're really up there in terms of the people that I look up to but it hasn't always been this way right like I know you've been on quite a little journey through yourself but do you mind like sharing with us like what that journey has been like for you and where you've sort of come from yeah, I mean, it's been such a big journey and it was a journey that I didn't really expect myself to be going on either. So basically before I dove into this entrepreneurial and like coaching space, I was actually studying my master's of architecture. So I graduated, got in my bachelor's. I was already like, you know, qual like qualified to work in the industry. I had the nine to five job working in the architecture space as well. And the reason why I had gone down this path was because very much in high school, you know, there was a lot of pressure to you have to go to uni, you have to pick a high paying degree, you know, like all of these things. And so that was the path that I had aligned myself with at that time. And it was only once I got to the end of my bachelor's degree that I started to realize how much I actually hated what I was doing. You know, I was so unhappy studying the degree every single day that I was going to work. Like I was miserable. I was counting down the hours until I could go home and my emotions were at an all time low. And at this point in time, I had just stepped into my master's degree as well, which was another year on top of the already four years of study that I had done. And the more and more I moved through this year of study, I started to question why the heck I was doing it. You know, I wasn't passionate about it. I saw zero future in it for myself, but yet I was forcing myself through all of that hell and all of that pain anyway. But prior to starting my master's or basically at the same time. So this was a 2020 yeah, 2020, I'd say, no, 2021, sorry. I started, um, let me get that right, 2020. There we go, it was 2020, mm -hmm. I started my master's. And uh, at the start of that year as well, I had started my own podcast, so the Empower With Them podcast. And instead of spending time studying and working on my degree, I was spending all my time and energy on this podcast. And so I started to question like, why am I 
in this industry? Why am I studying this degree if I am actually lit up by something else? So it was from that point, I was 22 years old at this time. And it was at that point that I decided I was just going to drop out of my master's on the spot because fuck it. Like I knew it's not what I wanted to do. So I just wanted to throw that aside so I could get some space to sort of figure out what I did want to do. And I also decided that I would quit my nine to five job at the end of that year as well. And I'd go all in on whatever the heck it was that I had created. So from there, I came up with the idea to run with my podcast and build a coaching business around it. And eight months later, I became a six-figure business owner and never looked back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so badass. And I think there's so much to take from your story. And I think so much of it resonates with me and I know a lot of other people. But I mean, there's a lot of opinions on that kind of oh, this is what you're meant to, this is what you're supposed to do. And this is how you go from A to B. This is the go, go get a job, get, get family. And like, that's life. And then you'll be happy type vibe. Right. But I'm just, I'm just curious for you. Like, when was the deciding moment? And like, was there any internal shifts that you were going through that you were maybe challenged with at that time that really brought into an awareness, like, yo, this needs to change. Mm. Well, the thing is, like when I was still in my bachelor's degree for about a solid year, maybe the la- the final year of my bachelor's degree, I was already clear that I didn't want to be in this industry, but I hadn't been doing enough personal development work to sort of have the confidence in myself or the, the clarity to be like, yeah, this is definitely the step that I want to take. You know, there was a, a lot of fears, a lot of doubts, a lot of other people's judgments and opinions that were really keeping me in that space. And so I dove deep into a heck of a lot of inner work, um, you know, in alignment with my podcast journey. Like that's why I started my podcast because I wanted to be able to share my own self-growth journey to help other people with theirs as well. And so through doing that work, it just started to become clearer and clearer and clearer to me that that's not what I wanted to be doing, you know, studying and working in that industry. But there was this one defining moment that I I am sure of was the thing that like gave me the strength to be able to say, yes, this is this is what I'm going to do. And I actually had a conversation. I went for a coffee with one of my friend's dads and he's actually a mindset coach he was the only mindset coach that I knew of really like personally at that time and so I went and had a chat with him and he asked me the question of who are you doing this for you know who are you getting this certification who are you getting this degree for is it you or is it someone else and I could list about five other people that it was for and none of which included myself and that for me was really the defining moment that made me go Emily, you're not living your life on your terms. You're living your life based off, you know, what you think other people want from you or what expectations other people have for you. And the longer that you do this, the worse and worse you're going to feel. So you need to make a change. You need to take some action. So I think hearing, being asked that question from someone who was outside of like, you know, my regular circle or the people that were having an influence on me really allowed me to step back and look at my situation with clearer eyes and see, okay, this is not serving me. I need to do something that is going to be more aligned with who I want to become and what I want to do. So that was really the defining moment for me. Mm, Yeah. And thank you so much for sharing. And I think it's so valuable, like in those moments where you get that absolute clarity to actually go full force with it, because this is when like, you either make it or you break it, like some people might see the clarity, feel the fear, and then actually dive down that wrong, 
that quote unquote wrong route that's not aligned for them. Mm-hmm. So if somebody wanted to be like aligned with clarity, what's like a really just quick tip that you could just that you could just drop in for somebody's like, oh, like I feel like I'm in this position. I want to get some like quick clarity. Like, how do I get that? Yeah, journaling. That's what I would do every single night. I would be journaling just over and over and over again, journaling on my thoughts, asking myself questions. The best questions you can ask yourself is what do you want and why are you doing what you're doing right now? And also you can ask yourself how. How are the things that you are doing making you feel right now? And those three questions, the what, why, and how, are just the perfect drivers to help you find clarity around whatever it is that you're experiencing, whether it be, you know, a complete career and life change or whether it just be something smaller, like trying to gain some clarity and understanding of your current mindset, where you're at and um, all of that. So I would say go in with journal, ask yourself what, why and how, you know, if you want to really get clear on um, if you're in the same position as me in the sense of you were, you were following one path, but you're not sure about the next path you want to take, just ask yourself, what do you want and how do you want to feel? And, you know, what's going to bring you that feeling at the end of the day? Yeah, I hear that. And I think, yeah, to add some add some spots and knowledge on top of that, like to follow on with what you said, like journaling really transformed my life as well. Like I actually invest in like a specific journal course on top of that. And within that, it was saying that um, within up to a week of literally journaling, like every day, people find that they had a reduced symptoms of depression by like 39% of the tester group. And this is just one week. So this isn't one of those tips that it's going to take a little while for you to get to start feeling the impact off of. It's one of those short term, you can just start moving really along your journey and start changing your life. So super, super valuable. So Emily, I'm curious, you know, you've got to a point of being a six-figure business owner at the age of of 23. I'm curious, like, what was your biggest driving force to wanting to get to that point? But then also, like, what's the biggest driving force for you continuing this journey? I'd say in that first year of business, it was hunger. You know, that hunger to be able to build a life for myself that I was actually passionate and excited for, you know, like when I was studying my degree and working in the job that I was working, I hated it. I was unfulfilled. I was unhappy. And all of a sudden I had this opportunity. I created this opportunity for myself to transform that and become the complete opposite. So I had this like hunger to succeed and make it work because it was something that was truly aligned with my passions and that I truly wanted to be doing. But now in my second year of business, um, it very much my driving force at the moment is I guess still in a sense the same, but it's passion and enjoyment and fulfillment. You know, these three elements together because in that first year of business, it did take a lot of strain on me to build my business to where I got it to in the time that I got it to that. Um, And as a result of that, I sort of strayed from the passion, from the enjoyment, you know, from the fulfillment, because I was so fixated on that hustle mentality. Mm -hmm. And so now in this second year of business, my focus is to really embody that again, embody that passion that sparked me, you know, to, to take the leap into starting this business, to make sure that I am having fun and I am enjoying myself every single step of the way and making sure that I am constantly fulfilled by what I am doing. And so if I can finish the year having ticked all those boxes, then that's a successful year to me. 
Mm, yeah. And I think part of your story is, is very similar to me. I know we touched base before over like the strains of going all in every day and what the kind of outcomes of that. But I know you had like some battles with like anxiety and whatnot. And if you don't mind me asking while we're here, like what were some of the strains you had from just going all in on that hustle, 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 grind, grind, grind mindset that we're kind of taught? Yeah, I'm glad you brought this up because this is really what's allowed me to pivot and find complete clarity around who it is I want to serve and how I want to serve them in business because I've been down that part of hustle and eventual burnout. You know, so I... I really suffer from high functioning anxiety. You know, it only became um, clear to me that that's what I was experiencing in this business journey. Uh, but basically what that caused me to do was overperform, you know, overexert my energy. And as a result of that, you know, from working every single day of the week, dusk till dawn, you know, giving myself limited rest and limited self-care, I ended up getting hospitalized because the stress that I was putting on my body physically manifested within my chest. And I started to experience some really severe uh, chest pains, which, you know, there was a little bit of a scare that it was heart related, but thankfully it wasn't. It was all muscular related because when you do experience stress, it really does manifest in your body and it can come in many forms. You know, different people might experience in different places, but for me, it really manifested in these sharp, aggressive chest pains that impacted my breathing, breathing and also my mobility. And so at that point in time, when I went through this, when I experienced this, this was a wake up call for me. It was like, Emily, what the heck are you doing? You're literally like killing yourself, trying to like be an overachiever. And of course, there's so many different things that drive overachievers that need to be worked through in themselves, different beliefs and fears and all of that. But that's the point that I had to get to before I could recognize how much I was overexerting myself. And so now I'm very much focused on this element of alignment. You know, we can hustle, we can have intense energy, we can show up, you know, with intensity for our businesses, but doing it in an aligned way that isn't going to lead us to burning out and isn't going to have these effects on our health and well-being as well. Because at the end of the day, if we're going to be putting ourselves through this sort of strain just to build a business, we're not going to even be able to sustain it if our health isn't in good shape. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. And coming from like a background myself as well, where like I've been in that environment, seeing like my parents go all in with like my mom building her business or like my dad just going all in with his work. And it's it's challenging for many people because it can almost constantly feel like you're never doing enough. You're constantly never doing yeah. enough. And then you've got this this background voice saying you need to do more, you need to do more, need to do more. And then you keep doing more and then you keep getting stressed because you're not taking the rest or play goals side of things and not doing things in your alignment. You're just doing things out of fear and out of those feelings of not enough, right? Yeah, exactly that. And I resonate with that completely because my father, and that's, I don't live with him anymore, but I was living with him um, across the entire first year of my business. He has always been someone who just works, works, works. Like I have gotten a lot of my drive um, and my, you know, qualities of being a hard worker from him. But at the same time, I also developed the limiting belief that you have to work really, really hard 
in order to succeed. And then that belief was really what was driving me, you know, to be overworking, to be staying up late. You know, he always would sit on his laptop, you know, at 9 p.m. at night. So I naturally would sit on my laptop at 9 p.m. at night. He would wake up, you know, crack a dawn and be straight into business. So naturally, that's what I started doing as well. So it's really interesting how the people around us do have an influence on the beliefs that we carry and then those beliefs do influence the actions that we take in our business as well. Yeah, they say like 95% of your programming comes up until the age of six. So if you've seen that all the way up until that age or like for me where like my parents went around because they were working, like you're just like, well, yeah. that's that's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm meant to work. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. So now that you're in this place of alignment, now that you're on this embodied alignment journey for yourself, like, how do you find, how have you found um, the transition? Like, because a lot of people come from this point of overachieving and that release of control can be really challenging thinking like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll like delegate a little bit of things within my business or like, I'll, I'll, I'll leave a little bit of help to somebody else, but we're drummed in that you have to do everything yourself. So like, how did you find that transition? Like what really helped you as well? I mean, the transition to go from being in the hustle culture mentality to the building a business through alignment is really hard, especially like the deeper that you fell into the hustle culture, the harder it is to climb back out. And for me, the problem has never been with delegating. Um, I am so happy to delegate different roles in my business. But the problem for me was with my energy management, you know, because when I had burnt myself out, my energy like hit rock bottom. And I found that I was thrown out of alignment in so many different ways, my mind, my body and my spirit as well. So for me, it's really been this ongoing journey of recreating that balance between the three. I mean, prior to starting my business, I was someone who um, was like overexerting themselves in the gym as well, right? So I would always be committed to going to the gym, working out, like training hard. That was a high priority for me. And that was a priority that I let go in this journey of business when I did fall into that hustle culture. And so with that, there was also mindset struggles that I had to deal with as well. So this one element of burning out um, and losing that balance really knocked everything out for me. It knocked everything out. It knocked my mindset in so many different areas. It knocked my own personal confidence, self-belief, you know, worth, all of that. Um, and then, of course, like the health aspects as well. So my biggest challenge has been rebuilding each of these elements. But at the same time as it being the biggest challenge, it has also been the biggest learning experience for me. And I really do believe that I had to go through all of this so that I can step into truly embodying this title of being a mindset and business alignment coach, you know, because I have practiced what I now preach. I have had to go through that struggle of having to figure out how to bring yourself back into balance and how to start changing your habits, your mindset, your approaches to business. So it is more in alignment with uh, with who it is you are and who you want to be. So that was the biggest challenge for me. I don't know if I missed answering any questions there. <laughs> your question is your question. You're allowed to uh, go off wherever you want with the questions. These are always open-ended. I think that's why whenever we speak to people, I know a lot of the time we ask people like, hey, like I want to know a little bit about yourself. And like, that's the most broad ended question that you can ask because somebody's like, well, where do I start? Some people might give you two minutes. Some people might give you half an hour. So like, mm -hmm. it's just open-ended. So it's all good. So Emily, like I know we talked a lot about alignment. So why is alignment so important in people's lives? Mm -hmm. 
I mean, it's important for many reasons. You know, on one, when I was talking about at the very beginning of this episode, you know, unlocking your greatest potential, if you are not in alignment with yourself, you're always going to be holding yourself back from unlocking that greatest potential. So that's on one hand, right? And that really comes into play in business or in the pursuit of what it is you want to do in your life and all of that. But then on the other hand, being in alignment is so important when we think about how do I want to feel, you know, through every single moment of my life. If, if, if you're out of alignment with who it is you are and how it is you want to feel, that's because of different things that are going on that you might not be clear of. So being in alignment is extremely important for the purpose of success, you know, for the purpose of achievement, but also for the purpose of just happiness, joy, fulfillment, you know, making sure that you feel as though you love the life that you are living. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. So when you're really in that most biggest embodiment of feeling into everything that you do is it something that comes from being present is there something special that you like to use like how do you really bring this into your awareness yeah I mean like presence is a really great way to frame that you know you sort of answered your own question there Mm -hmm. for yourself but um yeah when it comes to developing that awareness about being in alignment it is about being in the present moment and it is about being conscious as well. Consciousness is another word that I like to use with this, being conscious of what's going on within you, you know? So the best way that I like to check in and make sure, you know, Emily, are you in alignment today? Is by tuning into my body, taking a moment to just pause, to breathe, to see what it's trying to tell me, to see where there's different feelings or energies building, and then starting to explore what that is, you know? So if I might be going across my work day and I find, I'm going to do a bit of an alignment check right now. And I find that my chest is really heavy and my breathing is really sharp. Then I know that something in the actions that I am doing is out of alignment or something within my mind is out of alignment because that's causing an interference with my physiology, right? So that's the best way to come back to sort of gaining the awareness of how aligned you are. And you can look at it in different aspects as well. If you want to become Come aware of, you know, are you aligned with your relationship? Are you aligned with your career? Are you aligned with, you know, your health? You can look at these individual categories and you can sit with yourself and you can just ask and and see how your body responds and feels to this thing that you are looking at or exploring. But really being present, as you said, Luke, is one of the best ways to become aware of how aligned you are or you are not. Mm, Yeah. And I was just thinking as you were broadcasting that message I was like hey I know exactly the right question I want to gift other people now what is a really good way where you'll know that you're out of alignment first of all with a relationship then if you can move into a business and then just with yourself because I feel like the three are all encompassing like when we talk about business like you don't necessarily have to have your own business but it might just be your workplace in its total it's in its totality like it's like the career side of things right so just to run that back over with you relationships career slash business and self Mm, yeah and I mean there's many more categories you probably could explore at the end of the day like wherever you want to see whether or not you're in alignment like that's up to you and it's going to be so different for the individual as well but I love uh what you put out there Luke and that made me think of something else that I'd love to add is Mm. Just connecting back with your intuition and um, starting to develop an understanding of, okay, well, 
when your intuition is speaking to you, where do you feel this? And what does that feel like? And what is the difference between that feeling when it is intuition versus that feeling when it is fear and being able to differentiate the two? Because if you are wanting to develop self-awareness and you are wanting to do those, you know, um, uh, those sort of like embodiment checks, it's important to be able to differentiate the difference in the emotions that you feel and how you feel them and where you feel them as well. Okay, cool. So if somebody's like not feeling like the right type of alignment with a relationship, like is there any like signs you might see? I mean, like I know you're business specific and I feel like we'll touch base with that after, but I feel like everybody might have been in a relationship where they were totally unaligned, but not realized like consciously that they were unaligned. Mm, I mean, I suppose what I would ask to that is the same thing that I would ask if it was a business, for example, what is it that feels out of alignment within that relationship? Mm. What is it? Is it something physically? Is it something uh, within your beliefs or within your mindset? Or uh, what, what is it that specifically feels out of alignment? And start to explore, like, what is the cause of that? Because sometimes we can think, you know, oh, this aspect of my life is out of alignment right now. And so that must be the problem. But as you know, Luke, being a coach, there's always uh, deeper issues that we sometimes don't explore. And so it's important to unpack and go deeper and deeper and identify, well, is it actually, you know, something within yourself that's out of alignment that's causing you to feel as though your relationship is out of alignment, as though your business is out of alignment, right? So really just asking that question for first and foremost, of what does feel out of alignment within this relationship and then exploring why from there. So to see if you can sort of unpack it a little bit deeper, you know, because if we are not feeling complete within ourselves, then of course the relationships that we're in are not going to feel complete either. Of course, the way we show up for our businesses are not going to feel complete either. And I speak this from experience because when I did go through my own burnout, that made me lose myself a bit, right? I lost myself in my business for a moment there. And then that started to make me feel as though everything in my life was out of alignment or not quite what I wanted it to be either. But really the solution was coming back to me and seeing what I needed to heal within myself in order to feel the full full beauty and abundance in the things around me as well. Mm, Yeah. And thank you so much for sharing that. I know there's going to be some people who really took some value from that as well. So Emily, I'm curious here, like I'm sure you've learned a lot of lessons along your journey, but I'm just curious here, like out of all the lessons you've learned, like what was the biggest, most defining one? I'm going to take a second to really think about that and see what comes up for me. But I'd say maybe it's coming just because of what we've spoken about today. But I'd say one of the biggest lessons is to ensure that you're always prioritizing yourself along the journey that you were going on. I mean, this was really, I I guess this really is the biggest lesson I've learned because it does connect back to my time in university as well. I wasn't prioritizing myself and what my my heart's desires was telling me. And then in business, you know, I let go of those important things that like such as my fitness and such as my diet and all of these important elements that were feeding into myself. I let these things go in the journey of trying to build something bigger, right? And through doing so, I fell out of alignment. I felt the impacts of this. So the biggest lesson I have learned and the biggest lesson that I'm going to carry with me forward in business is to just always come back to yourself and making sure that every single action that you are taking 
feels good, you know, is aligned with where you want to be and is putting yourself first because you are the most important thing at the end of the day. And if you are not feeling full or complete or whole, then you're not going to be able to show up for anything else either. Yeah, vibe. I was feeling into that. I was like, yeah, send it, send it. So Emily, if somebody's like just about to start their journey, they're thinking about becoming more conscious, being more present, they want to move forward with their business or their mindset. What would you say to this person in this moment, this person who's like a little bit scared, a little bit worried about transitioning away from a job that maybe they've been safe in or transitioning from something that maybe they've been in for a while or they want to just take a leap? Like, what would you say to this person? Take the damn risk, right? So many people are scared of taking risks. And I clearly remember when I first started my business that I was not scared of risks. I was like, fuck this shit. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on this podcast, but I literally was like, I'm getting out of this. I'm getting out of this degree. I'm getting out of this job. I don't care if this, like this thing that I'm following doesn't even work out. The fact is I'm taking this risk because that's better than settling and staying where I am now. So take the risk because the worst case scenario isn't even going to be the worst case scenario, because if you do fail at whatever it is you try to do, there is going to be a powerful lesson that will come from that, which is going to help you progress further on your soul's journey, right? Into really fulfilling and pursuing your your purpose and your potential. So take the risk. There's only like opportunities, lessons, experiences, friendships. There's so much that you will gain from it. So stop associating risk with fear and risk with failure and risk with loss because risk is actually creating opportunities, experiences, lessons, everything that is going to help you with your growth, your expansion and your journey through this life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel that every single word was resonating hugely. And for all of you guys listening, like do please check Emily out. She's got an incredible podcast called Empower with M. So Emily, what are your socials? Like if somebody is like ready to take that big leap, like take the risk, you know, like just to be straight up with you guys, like waking up is a risk. walking across the road is a risk like drinking your milk in the morning is a risk like there's a risk to everything so whether you take the risk or not is like it's like hey do you want to stay stagnant or do you want to be person two who takes the risk and therefore has different results so with that said like emily like where can people get at you if they want to start embarking on this journey yeah, I'm super easy to find. It's just Empower With M, you know, on all platforms. If you want to connect with me on Instagram, it's Empower With M. If you want to have a listen to my podcast, it's Empower With M. So if you search that up, no doubt you'll be able to find me. Uh-huh. Awesome. And thank you so much again, Emily, for coming on here. It was an absolute honor. And with that said, everybody who's listening to this, I appreciate you. Keep being the badasses that you are. I hope you have an awesome day and make someone's day better.